Well. That's right. I am Isaac. It is time for an episode of Unplanned Shrek. And I have a very special guest joining me this week. It's my daughter, Zoe. Hi. Zoe's been um, aware that I've been doing this podcast for a little while now and has requested to come on the show. Yeah. And I was very excited to have her on because not only is she, this is her first time on an unplanned trek, or should I call it? Unplanned trek. That was good. Um, <laughs> not only is it her first time on the show, but it's also her first time watching Star Trek. This is her very first episode, so it'll be interesting to get her insight into it this week. But just to recap what happened this week in the Voyager Conspiracy, basically Seven of Nine was putting information in her head while she was asleep and coming up with different theories on why everyone was doing bad things on Voyager. She would then take those persons aside and go, here's the evidence, you need to do something about it. Meanwhile, the rest of Voyager were working on some sort of slingshot move that could get them through a stargate and years into the um, on ahead in their journey. Um, they ended up say, shedding about three years off their journey by going through the stargate. Um, and by the end of the episode, Seven of Nine gets fixed. That's essentially what happened. Um, Zoe, did you, was there any standouts of things that happened in the episode that you want to talk about yet, or would you like to do that in our segments? Um, I'd like to do that in the segments. All right, well, we'll be, we better hit one of our segments now and mm-hmm. see exactly what we thought of this episode. If you didn't like Chrysalis, then you were not alone. But is this one better? Than the voyage home. This segment's going to be a little bit hard for you, Zoe, because I look at it and say, is it worse than an episode I've seen before or better than a movie I've seen before? And considering <laughs> you haven't seen either, I'll get you to comment on that, but there's a second part of this segment. So I'll rush through that bit. No, it's not worse than Chrysalis. Nothing has been so far. And no, it's not better than The Voyage Home because that's a great movie. But... Yeah, it is. Zoe just asked me, is that the whale one? And yes, it is. So she does know a bit, doesn't she, guys? The other question I have that I ask in this segment is if if this was the first episode of Star Trek you ever watched, which it was for you, would you be interested in watching another episode? Yes, I would. It, I just didn't really understand the fancy talk with the robots and stuff, but it was a very good episode and I want to do another one. Yeah, the difficult bit here for Zoe was Seven of Nine was very focused and determined and talked a lot with big words yeah. that were a little bit difficult to understand at times. So it made it made uh, a bit confusing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the story was still one that she could follow. Um, myself, if I was watching this for the first time, I would be in. I'd be like, yep, let's watch the next episode. I, I quite yeah. enjoyed it. I probably would give the episode itself something like an eight out of ten. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, awesome. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard Medal Okay, this is where we give the 
positive points out for who was the best character in the episode. So I asked Zoe to do be on the lookout for her favourite characters this week. And we'll do it in the order of one, two, three, if that's all right. Yes. So who is your third favourite character? Um, the one with the, like, um, the mark on his head. Yeah, the guy with the tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. his name's Chakotay. And he is like the second boss. He's just, he, he, he's the boss of everyone except for Janeway. So what did you like about him this week? Um, he was very like good at helping Seven as well as the captain with everything, mm. like to get her back. Great. That's fantastic. Two votes. Who was the second best character? Um, the kid, because she was like very supportive of um, Seven and like, Helped her with lots of stuff without being asked as well. Yeah, so her name's Naomi Wildman and her and Seven have a very funny relationship in the show. <laughs> they get on very great. Naomi really likes her and Seven kind of puts up with her because she doesn't really like anything because she's quite robotic. <laughs> I felt a little bit sad for Naomi Wildman. At the very start, she wanted to play a game called Cotter Scott, which is a bit of a Star Trek game we don't really know what it is and it never really happened we never got to see her play the game she asked yeah. seven to play a game and she's like no i'm just going to bed oh come on seven stay up 10 minutes later and play a game we'd play a game wouldn't we zoe yeah, yeah we'd play you know or something oh guys don't play you know with zoe she's, she's <laughs> she never loses <laughs> yeah i can't remember the last time when dad won <laughs> she lets me win eh? <laughs> you're too good at it but three votes zoe who was the best character um, Janeway, she was very good. I loved her. So she's the captain. What did you like about her? Um, I just liked her. Yeah? <laughs> she, she's very, she's very, I found her in this episode to be a very good listener. Yeah. Particularly when Seven was going on her tangents. Yeah, she listened to Seven at the very end of the episode as well. She also convinced Seven at the end of the episode that the crew liked her and had been supporting her all the way. Yeah. And I thought that was very nice. She kind of did it in the same way, you know, star date. Five, seven, six, three, two. <laughs> we did this with seven and nine. We had a picnic on the beach. <laughs> like that. So, yeah. um, she kind of talked the way that seven would understand to make her see her point of view, which was really good. So that, that was yeah. great. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought she did a really good job this episode too. The one thing I liked about it too is when seven and nine said, you know, Chakotay's trying to take over, she's like, I trust Chakotay, there's no way this is happening. <laughs> so even though, you know, Seven was providing compelling facts or evidence, she was like, I'm not having any of that. Yeah. So well done, Janeway, because Chakotay was like, hmm, when, when it was the other way around, hmm, you might be onto something, but Janeway's like, no, nah, no way. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. Well, it was a really good episode, so it was actually hard to find the negative points. And Zoe did a really good job just then with the positive points. <laughs> and I reckon that I'm going to give negative points to a couple of characters you probably didn't even notice. And that's probably why they're getting negative points, is they didn't really add to the episode. So the first lot of negative points, I'm giving um, one vote to Tom Paris. Now, he got woken up because... Seven of Nine was wanted to get to talk to his um, wife Torres, and he was like, "You just looked tired for the whole episode after that." And I thought to myself, "I guess six seasons to this point of pure sarcasm might make you a bit tired." So he gets one. 
Who gets two? Um, two goes to Harry Kim. And the reason I'm giving them to him is because, well, he in the story he told about something that had happened in the past, he had volun- volunteer voluntarily used his time to stay in the kitchen to try Neelix's cooking. That's not something you and I would do, Zoe. We'd avoid Neelix's cooking. We'd go to a replicator <laughs> and, I don't know, I'd, I'd have some chicken wings. What would you have? Um, pizza. Pizza, good choice. <laughs> Who gets three votes? Three votes is a seven of nine. She was the main character of the episode, but essentially with all the conspiracies she was sprouting about what was happening, she kind of gave the crew a really hard week. So I thought just because of her influence on other people in this episode, she kind of brought it down. You know, in the end, the crew got three years closer to home in this episode but no one's celebrating it. We're all trying to look after Seven. So Seven, you know, put the conspiracy hat away. And <laughs> just have a bit of fun. Play some Cotterscott with Naomi Wildman. Then you'd get better votes. <laughs> at least you played it at the end. Did she? Yeah. Did they agree to play? Oh, I might have missed that. Yeah. Oh, maybe I've been too harsh. Oh, oh, well, the votes are there now, guys. They're <laughs> set in stone. There's a tablet in here. And I don't mean, like, an iPhone tablet. I mean, like... <laughs> The tablet that Moses brought down the hill and said these are Ten Commandments. We chisel the votes into these tap metal tablet, well rock tablets. It's one of Zoe's jobs each week. I'm like Zoe, you have to put the names on the tablets. Oh, Dad, not again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the next segment. <laughs> I quite like that musical sting. Do you like it? Does it make yeah. you move around a bit? Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to. That one's a bit supposed to be a bit jaunty or a little bit cool, a bit groovy. Sorry, I'm not cool. I'm, I'm a Star Trek nerd. <laughs> this medal is where we look at the episode and see if there was any romance. Did you see any romance? Yes. What did you see? At the beginning when... Um, yeah, the, the captain, captain and Chakotay. Yeah, um, we're having dinner together. Very much so. That didn't look like just, hey, come over to my house and we'll just have a, a couple of pizzas and some chicken wings. <laughs> Janeway was like, oh, this plate's hot. You know, she'd, you know, yeah. and they were a little bit of flirty, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought to myself, hmm, that was the first note I made of this episode. <laughs> Riker medal points for you two. So. We're going to add one for Chakotay and one for Janeway. Well spotted, Zoe. The best line of the episode. Guys, I'm really excited. I'm going to do something that we haven't done before in... Unplanned Trek! Fantastic, (laughs) I love it. We're going to act out... The best light of the episode. So I, in this scene, will be playing Neelix, which I never thought I'd do, and Zoe. And I'll be playing Seven. That's right. So, <clears throat> oh, have you come here for a midnight snack? I require information. Fantastic one. Well <laughs> delivered, Zoe. Um, what I like about this episode is um, essentially, no, I'm not coming for any of your damn food, Neelix, because I wouldn't eat anything you'd make for me. <laughs> I just require information, mate. So just talk to me and tell me what happened, why Kess left, what her thoughts were on the caretaker, and don't give me any sandwiches with cucumber in it. That was essentially the scene. (laughs) If I was seven, I would really want a sandwich. 
Cucumber. You'd have a cucumber sandwich? Yeah. With Neelix? Yeah. Yeah, you'd, sit, you'd stay around? Yeah. You'd have information and a sambo? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing. Okay, well, we're at the stage of recording where we're near the end of the episode. So it's been great having you on. Thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure to come on. Thank you. So this is where we do something random to pick the next episode of Star Trek that our, our listener... And, uh, uh, and I'll watch next week. So, Zoe, you've got um, on your wall here 860 numbers. Point at one and tell me what the number is. And, oh, ooh, 612. Interesting number that you picked there. <laughs> Let's watch Deja Q from Star Trek The Next Generation next week. Sounds good? Yes. Excellent. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Um, so you guys can watch that with uh, um, watch that in the next week and be ready for the next podcast, which goes up Monday afternoon my time in Australia. But I've got a segment now that we've never had here on <laughs> Unplanned Trek. This is going to be funny. So here's a new musical sting. <laughs> It's Zoe's joke, Zoe's, Zoe's joke, Zoe's joke, Zoe's, Zoe's joke, it's Zoe's joke. What's this segment about? How many ears does Captain Kirk have? How many ears does Captain Kirk have? Oh, well, two. No, he's no. got a left ear, a right ear, and a final front ear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zoe, thank you very much. Uh, that was a fantastic joke. Please give us a rating for that joke, guys. Um, send us a tweet <laughs> at Unplanned Trek. You know I have to say it like that, Zoe? Why? Because Unplanned Trek as a Twitter name isn't Unplanned Trek. It's just Unplanned Trek because I only have one A in there. Oh, but that's like when I talk in Twitter talk, I have to say unplanned track. But when it's not Twitter, do you know what I say? Unplanned track. So you guys will know what we really mean. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, again, thank you very much for being on the show. It's been a, it's been real fun watching an episode with you and then recording this podcast. So thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for letting me come on. Uh, no worries. It's been um, been something I want to do for a while. Um, we've already had Jack on, who's your brother. And we had, um, I bet him. and a few weeks ago, we actually had your mum on as well. We watched oh. the Wales movie. Yeah, so um, that was fun. And at the very start of this show, you heard Henry say Unplanned Trek. And Henry's just come into the room. Do you want to say Unplanned Trek for us, buddy? Unplanned Trek. Thanks, Good job, buddy. buddy. <laughs> well done. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. But until then, stay safe, live long and prosper. And just watch more Star Trek, because all Star Trek is good Star Trek. Now, Henry, do you think I should play guitar? Yes. Sorry? Can I hear you? Yeah, absolutely. I'll just open, I'm warming up my fingers a little bit. Here we go. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned Trek. Unplanned Trek. Bye, Unplanned Trek.